0: Read all the stories about BYU sports no one else has heard. Go to KSLSports.com for exclusive columns by BYU insider Mitch Harper. That's
1: KSLSports.com. Welcome back, everybody. It's another edition of First and 12 right here on KSL News Radio and on the KSL Sports Zone. Happy Sunday if you're listening to us in the morning or in the afternoon on KSL News Radio. Uh, But we invite you to download the podcast. Wherever podcasts are found, you can get yourself all sorts of fired up for the water cooler chat about the Big 12 and stuff going on. That's what I do love about a win like this, Mitch, that BYU got over Texas Tech yesterday is that it it fires the fan base back up again. And this is why conference play is so good, too, because if you win a conference game, you just absolutely flush that loss of the conference game, at least the week before. You know, there might be some sore feelings of, of still how bad of a beatdown that, that BYU got against TCU, but TCU turned it right back around and got their butts kicked this week by Kansas State. I mean, it's a head-scratching situation, but I love all this, man. I, lo- I love that these teams are unpredictable. I love that they're all talented enough to be uh, to embarrass one another week in and week out. And you know what? I, I said it during the game, too. I was talking to somebody. I go, you know, BYU is a team that no team really looks forward to playing. Because they could be dangerous every week, and and that's what you got this week. By the way, first and twelve brought to you by Macy's, your local grocers who bring you the freshest fruits and vegetables. Macy's happy shopping. Am I estimating that right, though, Mitch? Like the I, maybe I'm maybe I'm giving the Big Twelve more credit than it deserves. Maybe it's just a garbage conference that uh, that everybody else is telling you how bad of a conference it is. And they just don't know who to pick as as being good. But uh, certainly, even this Texas and Houston game that is our featured game of the week was was a wild one.
0: There, there's so many games and so many teams, rather, in this league that, you know, from, you know, 20 to 50. I mean, it's just – that's just – it's fun to have toss-up football every single week. And I, I just – I feel like the the personnel in this league, in the starters, particularly on like the front sevens, the running backs, there's just – there's good talent across the board. And there, there's enough balance in this conference where just anything – can happen. And I I just, I like that dynamic. And I feel like it's going to be, it's emerging as kind of this, you know, football fans favorite conference because of that component, because I think in college football, we've gotten so used to, the same. Ohio State always wins. They beat Penn State. Georgia always wins against a nobody schedule. Bama always finds a way to escape. It's just the same thing over and over. But the Big Twelve is kind of like this: what is going to happen every single week? And we saw it, as you noted, Texas and Houston, our Big Twelve game of the week. You know, everyone just thought Houston was gonna get rolled. I mean, even Dana Holgerson's like, we'll take a shot at this and see what we got. And, man, they took a shot all right. They they roared back from a 21-0 deficit, tied it up, and it was 24-all, and they had a chance to, to take down the Longhorns. They were on the move. They were in the red zone. But then they stalled and uh, couldn't come up with the, that first down conversion.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I think the biggest thing that comes out of this, especially that's uh, applicable to the uh, BYU fan who's listening, You have Quinn Ewers, who I don't know what it's going to look like. The guy was on the sideline with the sling. I don't know what his status is going to be for next week, but I couldn't imagine that. I mean, look, BYU's been taking on backup quarterbacks all season, it seems like anyway, with mixed results. And certainly if Quinn Ewers is out, they'd probably be like, hey, sit him against BYU. We're probably going to be two or three touchdown favorites. But there were three touchdown favorites against Houston uh, yesterday too. Yeah. That's right. And and
0: Steve Sarkeesian said last night in the post game that Ewers does have a hurt shoulder. They're gonna find out more today. But he, he also added that, you know, Ewers tried to play through it. He was twenty three of twenty nine. He looked really good. Another efficient day for Ewers. But uh you know, Malik Murphy stepped in and and did a pretty solid job. But yeah, I, I just I, I think that it was fun to see and it gave hope too, Alex, for these big twelve newcomers that they're not just completely overmatched. And, and that was one thing I learned about BU was that they have made progress since Kansas, and Houston's made progress, and UCF settling, and they they gave Oklahoma a scare. I mean, Cincinnati's still trying to find its footing, but it was a battle with Baylor. I just think these teams are starting to kind of get a feel and, and get in a rhythm of, like, the physicality that comes in this conference. And, and it was just a, a good showing overall for the newcomers, even though most of it was losses. I just think that was something that was a good takeaway from those teams to, to show well against programs that have been etched and, and, and just foundational members of the Big 12 from the beginning. There's that part of you, too, that
1: goes, oh, shoot. Wish BYU could play Houston this year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. Wish BYU could. You start looking around, and you go, wish BYU could, uh, uh, could play Houston this year. Really glad BYU doesn't have to play Kansas State this year. Uh, <laughs> or who knows, maybe it's a week that Kansas state does not show up. They've had a couple of those too. Uh, yeah, but Houston, I mean, man, they got athletes. I mean, that's the thing is they, they know how to recruit Dana Holgerson knows how to recruit. They, they might take a minute, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm one of those guys that goes, I think Dana Holgerson is a pretty darn good coach. He's one of those guys that I just personally like, you know, like, I, I I've interviewed the guy a couple times. I really like the dude. And so it's, it's a hard thing for me. And I, and he's super smart. And he's also a football historian. Like, I just love that. When you talk to him, he goes, Oh, BYU, Mike Leach, Lavelle Edwards. Let's like, I mean, that's his kind of tree, right? I mean, so, so when he talks about those things, you kind of go, yeah, this guy fits in this conference right now, but yeah, Houston, uh, I know that they had a win against the Mountaineers last third, you know, two Thursdays ago, but You know, losing against Texas in a close one, no one remembers what the score is. They just – you know, in the end they just go, yeah, you lost that game again and you guys just weren't good enough again that week. I just hope for Houston that they don't let this
0: loss sink them because this was a game that would have – I mean, Holgerson would have got a contract extension on Monday had he won. I mean, it would have been celebration. Right. They would have been they would have been talking about this thing forever had they won. And you saw the reaction from those fans; they were devastated. And it's rare when Houston gets a sellout, and a lot of that was burnt orange. But I just think that that's the type of loss. Being so close to taking down UT, they they can't now like spiral back to what they've been in the past this season and being just kind of an afterthought, Let they, hopefully they build on it and they can become a, a team that gets to a bowl and, and they're competitive because, you know, that's been one of the calling cards for this league is that they get so many teams in the postseason, then they have that massive payout to the teams. You want to get to those bowl games. So yeah. that's, that's, that's a motivation and confidence boost, I think,
1: even though it was a loss for Houston going forward. Uh, by the way, before we get out here, you can guarantee, mark it down, it'll take three generations before Texas and Houston ever play each other again. Am I wrong? Oh, it's
0: yet. Yeah, it's going to be a century. It's it never happening again.
1: You're going to have to have a lot of people die and a lot of people who have written stuff in wills that say, never, ever, you <laughs> shall never. A lot of athletic directors who are like, you will never put those guys on the schedule ever again. So there you go. All right. We'll take another break. We'll come back. Our second hour is just jam packed full of a ton of sound and a ton of fun, uh, getting you ready for uh, the Big 12 and also getting you ready for the schedule for next week. Our power rankings, of course, though, that we do weekly in the Big 12, right around the corner. Uh, the movers and shakers, people who go to the bottom, people who start shooting up to the top. We've got it all coming up next, right here. It is first and 12, 97.5e KSL Sports Zone and KSL News Radio. Stay right here.